The Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron James won the NBA in-season tournament, the first ever. Does that mean the NBA is rigged? The LeBron stands are going to say no. Uh, the rest of the NBA who hates LeBron and hates Lakers is obviously going to say yes. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about what the in-season tournament means. Do the players care about it? Do we care about it? Do the fans care about it? Is it cool? Where do we land on it now that it's all said and done? Is it cool? Did anybody care about it? We're going to talk about it all right now on the pod. Let's go. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. It's Triple Cross Podcast. You win stuff by watching us by commenting. So comment. Let us know. Do you? What did you feel about the in-season tournament? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Is it a Mickey Mouse ring for LeBron? Is it just like is it, they're basically regular season games? Mm -hmm. Drop it in the comments. Uh, comments we like win stuff. So we pick comments every week uh, and we give away NBA swag, signed jerseys, uh, cards, gift cards, things like that. So drop it in the comments. Let us know what you think. Uh, I'm John J3X on all the socials. This is Casey at the at Niners fan, man. Casey, let's get right into this. Uh, LeBron stands are always the, in, in LeBron stands net mine. Now he has another ring. He has now matched Jordan, right? That's five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't even know. I think it's four. No, but it's five. That's five. He's got six rings now for a LeBron stand. I actually don't know if that's true. I don't know if any LeBron stand can actually make the case that this is a real ring. Um, but there, LeBron haters basically had two, they had two tweets loaded up here. The first tweet was LeBron's finals record is now four and seven. LeBron never wins championships. That was tweet number one. If he lost, if he won, it was, yeah, LeBron was the only person who cared about this. The NBA is rigged and LeBron just wins Mickey Mouse rings. Either way, LeBron and the Lakers uh, were going to go down uh, in the narrative here. Uh, if the Pacers won, everybody would be like, cool, Pacers won the in-season tournament. But that's not how it plays out. So we get to make more fun content. Uh, Casey, let me kick it to you because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> Your thoughts. Let me, let, let's, let's kick it off. Your thoughts on the in-season tournament. Were you even paying attention? Oh, I mean, to the tournament or to what you were just saying? Well, I mean, I hope you were paying attention to what I was just saying. <laughs> I assumed you were paying attention to what I was saying. Uh, I mean, that would be assuming that I'm a good co-host of our uh, our show. Right. We've been doing down for over uh, a year. Um, I think both are pretty loose assumptions, honestly. No, um, okay. I'll, I'll just be honest with you. I was listening to what you were saying. Um, I did not see too much of the in-season tournament. Um, right. The the uh, the commitment to like watch every game is is a lot. Um, saw some some headlines for sure. Watched a little bit of of mm -hmm. gameplay um know what it boiled down to essentially and i do have thoughts on your opening statement yes yes yeah, but so, i think you so, want me to hold that for a second well no i mean we can we can get into it because you want to dice it up you want to we got to dice it up we could chop right it up we could okay. cut it up we could slice it up we could what's another word dude i, I don't know could, um we could mince it we could mince it up yes Damn, Let's mince. that was actually deep. that was like that was yeah, my, you my went, bag of tricks is like this, and I went. You went way down. Yeah. Let's mince it. Actually, of all the things, I like mincing it. Uh, I want to get into the rigged thing, because basically anytime the Lakers yeah. win anything, the question is, is the NBA rigged? Or the anytime LeBron wins Oh, anything, I thought you said the ring thing. The rigged. Rigged thing. Okay. Right. So I want to I start out at the rigged thing and say, like... Uh, you mean the let's tournament? Start, let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I want to start out at the tournament, the rigged thing. Uh, right. To what degree is this... Like, this is very storybook. It's in Las Vegas. He wants to be the owner of the team in Las Vegas. 
what, what do you think here? Like, how rigged are we talking? Scale of one to ten. Um. Okay. How much? To answer that question, I have to get a sense of where we are. How rigged is a regular NBA game? <laughs> I do well. I mean, if it's like serious question, serious if it's question. like the Magic, it's if it's, a, hey, can we if, agree? If it's, it's like the Hornets zero. and the Pistons, zero. <laughs> if it's you know what I, I mean. But like, I said the average NBA game. It's not okay. zero, right? Um. Well, okay. So, so I think I'm at like, about a two. I'm about a two on the rigged scale for all professional sports, probably. Like, right? Yeah. The, there's at least some subtle underlying like knowledge that like well if things go this way there creates a better narrative right which is just um, everybody uh, knows uh, it's rigged light right yeah we're not drinking uh we're not drinking Coors Original we're drinking you yeah. know rigged light here right. so given so, that we're already at a two baseline I'm gonna yeah. say that the tournament probably it, probably three to four is all not I'm not going mm. to like rigged down but maybe a notch up like one notch up. So do you think that, uh, well, okay, let, let's actually go down a little progression chart here because like if somebody says it's rigged, that's actually kind of like a rigged statement uh, because like, what do you mean by that? Do you mean this is like outright overtly scripted? No. no. All right, so let's start here. Refs. Like do the refs, is it like like covert? Like they kind of know how we, things are supposed to go. Yeah, we've talked about this before. I'm going to yeah. put it pretty loosely, conspiracy theory kind of guy here. Like- mm -hmm. I, I, I want to do it justice and not make it seem like super like tinfoil hat, but I don't know exactly who would be in charge for it. I think it's more of like this, like big corporation type of thing. There's, there's a diffusion of responsibility, but there is a little bit of editing that kind of goes on, right? right. Better superstars certainly get the benefit of the doubt on calls, things like that, but I'm not yeah. going to say refs are colluding. Like, I don't think that's what it is. I just think we've built an atmosphere with the powers that be that yeah. allow for the game to be slanted a little bit, uh, yeah. average two in the regular season. I'm going to say within this tournament, it slants maybe half again or maybe double. Yeah. I'm getting a little crazy. Maybe double. Still only a four out of ten, not full-blown rigged. I don't think that they, they scripted it for the Lakers to win, but I think this is a new tradition that the NBA obviously wants to get momentum yeah. more and more seasons. So they're aware that they want a good narrative through line. Yeah, who, who's, a, who's a big fan yeah. base that we could get on board with this? And yeah. why not get the LeBron, like at the back of the LeBron era, we can all agree yep. whether he plays a couple more seasons or not. Yeah. This is the back He's of not the playing era. 20 more. Then. Why not make his name synonymous with in the in-season tournament? Some, a lot of people are saying they want to name this trophy after him. Um, they might, and they might. Who knows? So, so here's, where, here's where I'll put the line. I think generally... I don't think that the refs are like overtly told here's who we want to win games, you know, and especially in every game, like maybe in key games, but, but like here, here's actually how I think it shakes out. Cause this is one of those things. that's like, these are key games in the end season tournament, but they're not like, you know, this isn't the championship. So I think normally there's this weird incentive system where if you call games that tend to go a certain way that create better narratives, you're, your refing crew just ends up on better and better games. You guys end up on more playoff games. You guys end up on more uh, like TNT and ESPN games and not just on like the freaking local and league pass games. So that's, that's, I think that there's just like a weird incentive system where that happens. And then the way that they deflect it is they find like, <clears throat> they find like one, like one place to focus it. So it's like the Scott Foster thing um, or, or something like that, where it's like, where we can all be like, oh, well, that guy's clearly corrupt, but it's like allows it all to be sort of, okay, but nobody's asking about what the incentive system is for these refs to get higher pay and to get on better games. Nobody knows that. Uh, so I think right. that's what it normally is. Here's where I think it pumps up to 
for something like the in-season tournament. I think that for something like the in-season tournament, it might be like a league exec or someone. There's nothing in writing and there's nothing even overtly said, but it might be something like, you know, some league exec or somebody says in passing to the refing squad, you know, how, 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 how storybook would it be if, if LeBron won the inaugural in season champion, like, you know, like there's just passing statements that sort of signal almost too good to be true. This, this would be a great narrative if this went, I mean, obviously, you know, we're not scripting this, right? This is an unscripted league, but how, how great would it be ref who has a lot, a lot, a lot of control over the outcome of this, uh, if, if this happens. So I think the refs are, complicit and and not subconsciously. I think they kind of know that they're complicit, uh, but, but not in any kind of way where it could really backfire on them. Uh, And I think the league execs are complicit again, and not in any kind of way where it could really backfire on them. Here's where we get to like, how scripted is this coaches? How Hmm. in on, how in on the narrative, how in on the script, you know, the, the script that we all joke about, how in on that are the coaches? Man. Um, well, let me a- answer your question with a question. Do you believe that in your opinion, obviously we're in opinion land, but in right, your opinion, right, is it basically course. all, all yeah. coaches are about the same level of that, like zero to 10 rating too? Mm, or well, is there a, maybe somebody who's a little bit more of a league shill? Ooh, well, who would you think? Uh, nobody. Like, comes, would you I see mean, like Darvin Ham, like Lakers coaches, like more of a league shill or what do you think? I, I would default to you, honestly, because if we were talking about NFL, I'd probably have some, some decent, stuff to yeah, say like Jer- here jerry jones feels like a league shell right yeah jerry jones maybe well like he's there's just like there's just a deal there's an understanding that's, that's exactly what i'm talking about at every yeah. level there's a matter of this like jerry jones is an example of an owner who i think is mm-hmm. more so maybe leaning towards that because he gets benefit from the league all the time too so there might right. be more hoots going on at the coach level i think there's less than at the owner level but i think at the owner yeah. level it fluctuates so therefore do they fluctuate at the coach level? So, so I tend to think just a broad answer. If I'm answering, it's the same thing as football. I tend to think almost none, like the ex- there might be exceptions, but almost none because you're playing for your job. The only people would be people who are taking the recurring taking. <laughs> the only coaches I think would be candidates for this. Generally speaking are coaches who continually take bottom of the barrel head coaching jobs. There's a reason why they stay Hmm. in head coaching talks and they get to be that even though uh, like Ron Rivera maybe comes to mind in the NFL, somebody like that. You're like, he's still a head coach. doesn't have a lot to say for like in recent years, different guys like that. You're like, why are they still around? Well, I think the league is comfortable with them and they also have the leagues back when push comes to shove. I think that's as far as cahoots go with head coaches. All right. Do you so, feel the same about the NBA? Do you feel no, the same? No, because th- those types of coaches, bottom of the barrel coaches, get washed out and they just don't get oh, jobs. Oh, so you're anymore. the other way. You think it's even less. I, I I don't think that there's any league shills for coaches. Like mm-hmm. when you ask that, I'm like, I can't think of someone who I think is like a league shill. It would it would have to be a big market guy like a Darvin Ham or like a but but LeBron gets to pick pick his Lord Commander, right? That's so like, actually a good point. It might you know, it, would, it would have to be a Spol- a Spolstra or somebody like that. Um, and, but, but those bot, like those coaches that are taking bottom of the barrel jobs that like, that's like Isaiah Thomas, Bill, like they just kind of get washed out, you know, um, and they don't get jobs anymore. Jason Kidd, it's kind of like crazy that he's getting another chance after getting ousted in, in Milwaukee. Right. So mm-hmm. that would be like the candidate for what you were talking about, but then now he's yeah. doing well in Dallas. So, uh, I think, uh, I don't think that there's any particular league shills, which actually puts me more on the side of like, 
I don't think that I think the coaches like I think that the the level of scripting and the level of guidance and and riggedness in the NBA like it has to go a certain like the league can't just let like all things just happen like there's definitely things where it's like you know here's what I think it is so uh Emmanuel Moutier was on a podcast recently Emmanuel Moutier very obscure NBA player name um kind of He's kind okay. of a yeah, kind of a career role player. He was on a podcast journeyman. recently. Yeah, kind of kind of on, he was on a podcast recently where he talked about his time with the Jazz and it was when Quinn Snyder was coaching and he had been playing well. He'd been earning his minutes. He's getting 10 12 minutes a night and we the Jazz ended up getting someone he didn't name who who was making money. He was on like a league minimum or, you know, maybe a million or something like that. And uh and and the Jazz ended up getting someone who's getting paid and Quinn called him into the office and just said, "I'll just be real with you like you're not going to get any more minutes. And he's like, what, you know, what can I do better? What he's like, you've done everything right. Like Ooh. this guy makes this much per year. I got, I have to play him. Yeah. Right. And so, so like, I think there's that the coaches know that the coaches are like, there's certain players that I have to give minutes to, right? Like there's like, if you get a top five pick, you're like, I gotta, I gotta let them shake out as much as I can, you know, before I, before I like relegate them. Or if you get a Chet or a Wemby, uh, it's like, I have to get them touch. I have to draw stuff up for them. Right. Um, so, so I think that, you know, there's that knowledge. I think that's about as much as the coaches are in on it. Um, players, let's go to that level. How much do you think the players are, are in on it? I, I think it's, I, I see it as a continuum We're we're going further and further down probably. Right. Like uh, with, less and with, less. with the caveat that like, there are still exceptions where like, LeBron and the league might be in more cahoots with one another than any coach. You know what I mean? Because his job security is. I ultimate. think. I think if there's just this like anymore. unsaid knowledge that where LeBron knows like the league's got his I, back. I'm gonna the, get calls. Usually, you know, I'm gonna get calls. Benefit. The league's got my back. Yeah. Yeah, like mutual success. Like if LeBron's right. success is NBA success, the same way we saw like Tom Brady's success being the same as NFL success for a minute that at the end of his career, you know, right. it's the same thing. Yes, but right. other than that. I can't even think of anybody who, who is even has their their interest fully aligned with the NBA in the same way. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of anyone. But but I don't think there's any kind of over thing. So so this is this is kind of what I say for Rick is like if there are people who think that the like it's so scripted that like the coaches know what like is we know to the happen, finals matchup now. Somebody thinks then, that. Then honestly, why are you an NBA fan? Because you think you're watching the WWE at this point. Well, because like, they're 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 wait hold on. I guess that was a spoiler. Hopefully everybody here knew. I don't know if anybody, everybody knew WWE scripted. Uh, I'm letting that out of the back. I don't know if it's called the WWE anymore, but like professional wrestling script, like that's what you think you're watching. If you think that it's that rigged, or maybe you just think that only key things are that rigged. And for the most part, they just let it go. I don't know, but like, let it go. I I don't know why you would even be a fan if you think that it's that much. So, so anybody who's kind of like bringing it up now because LeBron won it and because the Lakers won it and because they just hate LeBron and or the Lakers, I think they're just like, you can't possibly be a fan if you really think it's this, like this rigged, like, or you're just a WWE fan, then shut up about it. Like, why even talk about it? Then you've already accepted that it's that rigged. Like, why are you surprised then that the script did exactly what the sc- you thought the script would do? So, I think this this tournament falls pretty much smack dab in between the regular season and the actual playoffs, as far as like the the slanted landscape. I think, like I said, it's like a three out of three or four, where the playoffs might actually be like a at least like a four or five, maybe. Yeah. 
maybe approaching six if you want to get real spicy, but I don't even know if I go there. Um, so it, it makes sense that it slants a little bit towards LeBron and the Lakers. Um, but ultimately, you know, that's that's just the way that it shakes out. Um, I do want to say really quick, though, yeah. something we didn't I thought we were circling, circling back to. I don't see this as a real ring. Uh, hopefully that didn't need to be said, really. Um, we're gonna we're gonna not... get into that we're gonna get okay, into okay. that a little bit more like okay what, what is this what does this mean but how what, what does this in-season tournament like win mean like let's get into this what does this in-season tournament win mean and like how like how in on this are we as fans how in on are the players how in are on this are we as like kind of a collective community or league so um i want to share this so this is just like Twitter's most viral stuff on, on this is kind of like the Twitter conversation on in-season tournament. Um, so this is actually the most watched non-Christmas NBA. So Christmas big day for NBA, kind of the Thanksgiving of NBA. Um, if we're talking football to basketball comparison, Thanksgiving definitely has more football viewership than Christmas has basketball viewership, but football just has more viewership. So, but, mm -hmm. but Christmas is sort of that for the NBA. It's very high viewership on that day. Um, this is the most non most watched non Christmas NBA game in the regular season. In if you, like six if you years, thin, if you thin that window out, it might make it bigger. It might get rid of the sidebar. Yeah. Saying. If you thin the window, um, just because I can't, I can't read that. So I'm sure People yeah, there we go. Can't. Oh, there we go. There yep. we go, John. Now we're cooking. Sorry to throw yeah. you off, but no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, thanks for sure. thanks for saying that. So definitely, people were watching. People cared. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I think there's this other thing that we do where if we don't like how it played out and we don't like how it got scripted, rigged. we like rigged. to change. We we either say it's rigged or we like to go change history. So Fake this is news. something people are doing about the the bubble championship now. Is people are saying like. Oh yeah, like uh, a bunch of teams didn't really care about that, or even players are saying that now. I'm like, did right. you really not care at the time? Like, come on, you know, like Devin Booker cared. Yeah, so so uh, definitely there that. But uh, I want to play this Skip Bayless. Uh, Skip Bayless, just I mean, everybody probably already knows this who's watching this. Consummate LeBron hater, dude has been anti-LeBron since LeBron was born. So. Uh, if you don't like LeBron, here's about the guy who's going to be most on your side out of anybody in the world. I'll restart the clip. I talking about hit me with it. Every team that wins one will put the in the Raptors. Every one. Well, I mean, maybe Sacramento will, but I don't know about you know, everyone. Miami. I'm just trying to think okay. of ones that, so, that got multiple championships. Okay, this is what got me. Detroit, just, Chicago. Just, yeah, just 12 days. Before Saturday night, you went to Philadelphia and lost by 44 points. It was the worst beating LeBron has suffered in yeah. his entire 21 years. Okay, okay, I got it. But that happened. And then two nights later, you were in Oklahoma City and you lost by 23 to the Young Thunder. Mm -hmm. I'm like, boy, and LeBron is talking about a lot has got to change. But then a whole lot of teams, almost bubble-like, did not take this nearly as seriously as LeBron and company took it. That's their fault. It. That's okay. their fault. Take it serious right. next time. Okay. Right. So agree. it became a microcosm of the bubble championship where a bunch of teams are like, we're out. We don't care about this. What does it really matter? So you don't think any teams, and I'll say this to you again for the 19,000th time, you don't think any teams won to win the championship in the bubble? You don't think bubble? any of them wanted yeah. to win a championship? Yeah, I think Denver wanted to win. I think, I, I think Miami the Lakers wanted to, wanted to win it way more yeah. than anybody else. That's your I agree. fault, then. Yeah. That's your fault okay. that you didn't want to win a world championship. Mm -hmm. That ain't got nothing to do with LeBron and the Lakers. Yeah. 
I thought, Way better. I thought, speaking of the Clippers, I thought they were a little better than that Lakers team because that Clippers no. team was really they, they, good. They, 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 no, they and, were good. No, Hold on. Doc was the coach. Hold on. All right. Yeah, we, we, I mean, you get the gist of it there. Uh, I don't know if there was any audio problems or anything like that. But um, basically, Skip Bayless says... LeBron cared way more than anybody else about this one. And, and he's basically comparing it to the 2020 championship. This is what all LeBron haters are doing right now. This is, you know, they're just saying, oh, LeBron great at winning Mickey Mouse stuff that nobody else cares about. Skip's just trying to bring up other teams in 2020 who are better than the Lakers. Uh, other two guys saying like, well, okay, care more, play better. Like, I don't know what to tell you. The, and uh, so, so let me, let me kick this to you. Did LeBron care more? about this in-season tournament win than anybody, than like all the other players or all the other teams. Did the Lakers and LeBron care more about this than the other teams? Let's start there. Um, I, I think I would, if anything, I would look at it with reverse mindset. There might be some teams that have a longer vision and care more about, yeah, let's win some games. It's not like, we care about each particular game. We don't care how we finish in this tournament, let's say. Right. Uh, I think there are some teams that qualify for that view. I don't know that at the other end, at the high end of the spectrum, I don't know that there's one team that stands above all the rest that cares more, if that makes sense, right? Like, I think at the very least, there's a handful, more like half of the teams would be really stoked to win it. So, like, they're going to try their hardest to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Um... I, I also like in that clip, by the way, that, Sherm just like trying to get involved and Keyshawn Johnson just shutting him down. Like Sherm just can't get, can't get a, a word in edgewise. Yeah. can't find a foothold. Keyshawn really was passionate about this one. So uh, yeah, no, I like how, I also like that. We're like debating NBA with two football players. Like skips. I like it. I've been, I've been watching this my whole life. Uh, you guys were playing football for a bunch of that time. Well, so. just to, to be fair, a lot of athletes are fans of other, I no look. I, I actually I think too. Skip's super off base here. I don't think people didn't care in the bubble. I don't think that like this uh, narrative yeah. that the Clippers didn't care and like I think you know Terrence Mann or somebody went on a podcast and said yeah we kind of wanted out of that. I think that's changing history. I think it's like oh yeah, yeah we we totally could have won that. Yeah, everybody has that. And, and I'm not saying they're lying. I'm not saying they're making it up. I think people change the, their past narratives to like give themselves more confidence, right? So. Uh, I, I think that's just like people changing history to people changing the narrative uh, to sort of benefit themselves in their own minds. I don't think it's like I, a public thing. I think it's them giving themselves confidence. I actually don't love the comparison between the two, even though I get it and I get why it's happening. Um, yeah. But I will say for this in particular thing, I think it's likely that it was pretty similar with the bubble too. Same thing. I think there were plenty of teams that were trying as hard as they could, wanted to oh, win yeah. ultimately. And there were probably a few that were still in the mix maybe good teams that were like there's things bigger than basketball right now right because like that was a big thing back then i mean we were in the thick yeah. of it kind of you know like this was the first sport that had to deal with it if i'm not mistaken right when it came to covid uh and they yep. were like yeah Bumble. this was ground zero yeah i don't know so like i think we were still in the the age where there were going to be some of those players especially with certain like ideologies political beliefs maybe but they go like mm -hmm. hey there's things bigger than basketball right now i mean i don't think that's crazy to say so you have a player or two like that who are key players on your team and you're going to uh, your team's going to have a different outlook on the, the overall tournament. So, I right. mean, I think that's fair to say, but at the, I disagree with everything Skip is saying, uh, you know, some both sides yeah, of my mouth. Bit, Skip but. is always going to look for anti LeBron narratives. And look, I actually want to preface this because if we have any first time viewers or listeners, they're probably like, oh, y'all are just LeBron stance. We're really not. We actually oh. are. We're pretty anti LeBron on this show. I think that like, and th this is sort of where I'm going with this. 
so I'll stamp this now and I'm going to go to another clip because I want to answer the question, like, did the players care about this? I watched a ton of basketball or I watched a ton of basketball. I watched a lot of these games. I'm going to stamp this now and say like, like LeBron catching heat for winning the end season tournament is just ridiculous. Like, right. who, like even if he cared more, maybe he did care a little more. Maybe he, he specifically, not the Lakers, but he specifically cared a little more because he's like, I want to be an owner in here. I want to be synonymous with Las Vegas basketball. Maybe he thinks they can't win a real championship. So he's like, this is my last like real big win of my career potentially. Yeah, I don't think he thinks that. But I'm just but saying maybe. Maybe. It, it, maybe, right. Like maybe he did care a little right, bit more than other. But, but like Skip being like, oh, this is a Mickey Mouse. Like even people saying it's a Mickey Mouse thing. Right. Like it's like, it's like, okay. I don't think LeBron's out here saying that it's the same as an NBA. Nobody is. No LeBron stands are saying that this is the same as an NBA championship. LeBron isn't saying that. This is a straw man argument that like LeBron haters and Lakers haters are putting up to say like, oh yeah, like they're going to think there's another championship now. Like, no, they don't. They just think it's like right. something that we care a little bit more about than regular season games. So uh, right. I'm going to go to a, a clip of, of Paul George here. This is his statements before the tournament started. Right. So, you know, not changing history here before the tournament started. Here's what Paul George said about it. Uh, we got it on Instagram. So have you and the team maybe come up with a game plan on how you're going to. Oh, sorry. Sorry Oops. about it. Oops. A little, little, te little technical issue here. Everybody, uh, everybody hold on again. your hats. Team, maybe come up with a game plan on how you're gonna approach this new in-season tournament games. I mean, <laughs> just win. Just go hoop. Like, yeah, just go hoop. Try to win. I mean, you want to rack up enough wins. We just know going into those games. Let's lock in. This game is counted for something else. It means a little bit more. Trying to get seated properly into this in-season tournament. What have you heard from other guys around the league as far as their thoughts on this new thing the NBA is doing? <laughs> I saw the the Bones clip <laughs> uh, of, of the unsureness. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. He's he like, honestly, that. I don't know. Yeah, of the unsureness of, of how this goes. You know, I, I think everybody kind of understands it, but it's just more so of how is this going to play out, like, you know, because mm -hmm. then there's, you know, there's a, a week break in between season for the actual in-season tournament in, in Vegas. It's new to us. How does this work? How does this going to play out? How is it all going to go for the first year? Have you and the team maybe come up with a game plan on how? Actually, you know what I'm excited about is the jerseys and the floors. I seen what? See, that's I get crazy. A ASAP P. You, I seen our, you seen our new ones? The clips. Oh, those are, I need those one are of dope. The clips, They're getting please. a lot of negative feedback on those jerseys. They are. Some, some of them. them. That's why I'm some so all right, we, we can cut it there because they just start talking about the jerseys on the floor, which we'll get into in a second. But um, I wanted to like, what did you hear there? Because I'll I'll tell you what I what I heard is definitely influenced by what I saw while I was watching in in season tournament games. So what did you hear there from Paul George about like how much they cared about in season tournament? It does seem like he, I mean, again, this is before it yeah. started. It does seem like not everybody cared hundred percent. You know, like they can't. I actually feel better about my take about it. About there's going to be at least some players and some yeah. teams by like the fact that players make up teams. Yeah, um, there's going to be some teams that are less in on winning the tournament, but they still want to win games within the tournament, right? Because this goes to the season record. So like, yeah, yeah, it matters. I will say, I mean, my my overall thoughts on the 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 tournament itself. Yeah, it, it, like the ramifications for the league. I like the move. I like. 
I like there being an in-season tournament. I think it, like you said, the ratings were good, right? It yeah. does build. It's artificial, yeah. right? They're just regular season games. Doesn't count for anything else. Maybe it matters more in a way that the way they build it up and they market it, right? And as marketers, yeah, we. I don't want to say we see through that, but we we understand the effect of hey, they're just marketing this. They're just regular season games. They're bunching yeah. together, uh, but we see that like the only thing separate from this being regular season games and that's it is the fact that they're marketing it differently and good on them for that. I think Yeah, it's a long season. There's a lot of games. It's not like football where there's 17 games for every team. Every single game matters a lot. These earlier games in particular in the NBA season, like why would, I mean, I don't mean to say it like this, but like, especially the non deepest NBA fan, why would they care if they know they can yeah. just tune in before the playoffs? And so get so the let, yeah, let, Right. Let me let, let me put it this way. Here's what I heard him say, and I'll recap it because I think some of our live viewers weren't <laughs> we'll get ready. Here, here's what I heard him say. I heard him say, you know, we're confused about how it works, which is sure. valid because there was like a lot of pool play, and then it's basically like a four team tournament or like a yeah. So it's like there's like a bunch of pool play, and then like a very small group tournament basically. Um, so I think he's like, we were confused about how it works, but what we do know is this means more than just a normal regular season game. Like we got to lock in and play these more. Like, of course it's like, yeah, just hoop. Are we going to play hurt? No. Are we going to like sacrifice the rest of our season? No. I think this is where all this team stood. I think if LeBron was dealing with an injury, like he would have sat an in-season tournament game, right? If AD is dealing with an injury, he's going to sit an in-season tournament game. That's all the teams. I think they all cared to that degree. I think they all said, this is in season plus. We care a little bit more about this. We we want this is a game we have circled on the calendar of of one we really want to like show up and lock in for. And you know, if we can get into the in season finals and uh and win the in season tournament, we want to. All right. So that's where they started. All right. And then the, I, I want to get into the marketing of it because they started there and we all as fans and community and content creators were saying before, this is pointless. This is so stupid. Like why it's not going to mean anything. They're not going to care about it at all. Uh, but here's some stuff. Here's some stuff I want to tell you that happened in the in-season tournament or, or as a result of the in-season tournament, Paul George and the, and Kawhi Leonard in the Clippers. Like this is a great example of a team that doesn't care about anything but the playoffs, right? They load manage, they do all that. How many games do you think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have missed this year? Oh man, I have no idea. Tell me. They've played roughly 20, 18, okay. 20 games. Zero. Both of them zero. They've both played every game, playing 30 minutes plus. Wow. Wow. Right? So they're noticed. not they're playing. I, mean, I, know they, they, I know Kawhi in particular was playing more, uh, but I didn't realize it was every game. They are playing these games and they're freaking playing them hard. And the Clippers got knocked out. But like uh so that's something I've seen. I've I've watched these in-season tournament games and it's like I'm watching Mar March Matt like they're hustling on defense. They're diving after loose balls. I watched the Celtics be up by 20 points, over 20 points on the Chicago Bulls and started hacking Andre, Andre Drummond to send him to the line cuz they needed to win by 23 to get out of their pool. 20 points. Like what do you usually do when you're up 20 points? You clear the benches and you go into junk minutes. They left in their starters and they started hacking the worst free throw player on the floor so that they could get the ball back so that they could score. Like they cared. They they started out being like, "Yeah, yeah, circled game on the calendar." And then they got into it and they're like, "Okay, well we can't. like they're competitive dudes." So I do want to get into this a little bit like how was it like I felt like this I feel like it was a little bit of a slippery slope where it's like we all kind of cared. How was it that by the end of it, it seemed like, okay, at first we kind of cared. And like, by the time we're done with pool play, even it's like, no, we, it's more than kind of like, it's not like the playoffs, but 
it's more than kind of. They they care about these games. Like if you're watching them, there's no denying that. I I want I think there's like really a few things that the league did, but I want to get your take on it as like a more casual who maybe didn't even watch all the in-season tournament games. How do you think that they've made them do this? Do you think this is like pure coercion or what? Um I don't know, man. I think that because the NBA maybe, is just this classic load managing. We don't care about the games in November, but but they got them to play hard. I love anything that breaks them out of that. First of all, like yeah, asking why. I guess I am a little bit more um, unsure, but I, I agree with like the result. I agree that it happened, and I agree like that this is good for the league. Uh, yeah. I think that's a lot of stuff that turns off a lot of the more casual fans is like, yes, hey, stars aren't even going to play. Like what the hell are we watching here? Like they're not even putting the best product out there that they can. Like they're treating the regular season. Like it doesn't matter. I, I think that they probably, my best answer would be the league left it open-ended like that. Like the confusion might've been more by mm -hmm. design than yeah, yeah, yeah. a side effect. Right. Because when you leave like, it all looming and big from daddy league, you know, daddy yeah. league bucks, um, they go like, Hey, I'll, it's going to matter. It's, they're not regular season games. And then the players might respond with something like, but they're just yeah. regular season games. And they go, no, well, you know what? Like, it's like, Oh, I, I don't The tone itself is yeah. like a tone setter. I mean, I think that's where we get that expression. Yeah. 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 So, so here's, here's, I think it was a slippery slope. I think this was honestly some of the like mo and the, as, as a marketer, I love this. So we're going to like get a little bit because I think they kind of like slippery sloped everybody into caring, like the fans into caring about the end season tournament by slippery sloping the players into caring about the end season tournament and the coaches. Mm. And this is where th this is how it started. At first they said it, it all started last year with the new players association agreement. When they said, we're going to do this in season tournament, the players are like, probably like whatever, just like all of we were. And then, but then they just said, okay, guys, look, I know, like we know, we know it's just this in-season thing, but it's going to help. There's going to be more money involved. Like you guys kind of got it. Like, don't, don't act like you're acting right now. Act like it's cool. Right. Like, so they right. started by just telling them, Hey guys, just act like it's cool. And then they took a bunch of stars and they made them shoot commercials for it. Right. So they bring them to Vegas. They make them shoot commercials for it. Right. And so at first it's just this like sort of coercion. And then they introduced the 500,000 per player thing. And the players who would not think it's cool normally, a lot of them came out and said, like, look, 500K to Damian Lillard, to LeBron James. Look, I'm not, I'm not turning it away. <laughs> I like 500K. But, like, it, who it really matters to is, like, that two-way player, right? Or that, like, that guy at the end of the bench, like, who might only have one year in the league. That's that's kind of, like, very, like, life-changing money for him, right? And so then you got the superstars who are, like, they like this kid, you know, but nobody is ever going to know who this kid is. And they're like, I want to set him up. So, so then the money comes in and they start caring a little bit more. And then the floors and the jerseys, uh, uh, Paul George said it in there. I'm actually kind of excited about the jerseys. And yeah. The floors, the floors and the jerseys came in. The, the, the floors, floors the, were sweet. I like the floors it, a lot. The floors were sweet and they visually made it different. Like this is yeah. like people's brains do that. They're like, Oh, this is a different thing. now. Like we're all little kids. You know, when you're a little kid, you walk into a store and they've changed everything around and your little kid brain goes, this is a different store now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we're they all hack old their enough. Kid brains. They hack they their hack, inner child's. They hack off. their little kid brains and they said, this is a different thing, right? You're in different jerseys. You're in different floors. And they hacked all the fans as little kid brains and they walk in there and they're like, damn, look at the, like, I this is so different. Too. You know? I, I think this is even, I'll take it one step further. I think this is like, this justifies the kind of slow progress you see in leagues and progress 
defined by only the people who like it, honestly. Yeah. But like how we say like these leagues need to do something to change things. And they kind of go year after year without doing it. All sports leagues. It feels yeah. like the change comes like a couple of years too late. You're like, we're kind of bored with this. This part is boring. They finally did something, but it, yeah, they let that tension build. And then when they chose to deliver on something that the league itself cared about, because they know it's going to yeah. make them revenue. It's not just a, a regular tweak that would just make, you know, a, a everyday improvement, like a quality of yeah. life improvement on watching the whole season. They go, no, no, no. This is a change that first and foremost will benefit us as yeah. the league owners now let's let's throw them the bone, the the superficial thing that, that we've always known they wanted. Let's yeah. let's throw some new uniforms. Let's throw some cool floors out there. Let's make them care about this thing that we actually want them to care about, not just regular right. season games for regular season games' sake. So yeah, so, so I like then, it. It's a good move. It is. So so here's uh, this is where I think it like kind of pinnacled and tipped is that you have all that building up, right? So they hacked their little, they did all that. They're like, oh, you guys got to say that you like it, but then without you know, then they throw this other stuff in that like makes it easier for the players to be like, oh yeah they told us we have to say that we like this so let's say that we like the floors and the jerseys and but really they do you know and, and let's say that we like the money that's cool for for the younger player right and that like they get them saying it over and over and then a couple things happen right like then a game that's close you see guys diving for balls you see guys maybe running up that score a little bit and it like all the all the players and all the teams and then you also see guys in post game conferences saying like yeah it seems like we're getting up like we're getting up more for these games like this is since season tournament thing is making people play harder right and a couple of those interviews happen and a like it's like we're all waiting like oh is it cool to care about this and then once we see somebody caring about it like well okay well if you care about it then I'm gonna beat you right like if you care about it then I'm gonna care about it and I'm gonna be and so then it, like at first it was just like oh they're just regular in season games that look a little different that's fun you know but then as soon as they saw some other players caring about it or somebody after a win says like yeah yeah no we wanted to win this one then it just triggers all this confirmation bias of like we've been saying we like it now it looks different and now other players are saying they care and now i now i freaking care right like yeah. and they just i think they just slippery slope the players into caring you slippery slope the players into caring that just creates so much better of a product the fans are going to be like this is an amazing game it's the right view too cuz they don't they, they like i said when we talked about like the the playing field being sloped a little bit maybe towards lebron maybe like mm -hmm. i'm not even confirming that i'm just saying if that's true the view that it makes sense that they tie his name to this tournament makes yeah. sense for the league right they also don't need the first one to be the biggest thing ever right they, they just need it to right. to set a decent bar which i think they've done and next yeah. year they need as much or more buy-in from the players hopefully this eliminates some of the confusion because they go like oh no i mean it did matter that the lakers <laughs> won that and yeah like, both teams a, if, if both teams in the if, finals if, were undefeated in pool play like you couldn't if, lose it in, in season tournament game and make it to the finals if nothing else the fact that we're talking about it like this just like a lot of sports media outlets are that might be the thing next year at yep. this time teams go i don't know they talked about it for fucking forever so like yeah i would like to win that tournament i guess just as bad yeah. as anything like I, I think at a certain point they're competitive people and if they do lock in it's not like a, oh i'm at a nine out of ten it's like no no no. if you've i mean like you're all the way in or you're yeah you're mentally not all the way in and i think some players might have been like that this year i think next year there will be fewer of those probably just about zero of them who matter right yeah so so all in like to kind of wrap a bow on this whole thing is it a Mickey Mouse ring? No, because I don't think anybody was saying that it's a real championship. As a basketball fan, I was very, I was one of the most skeptical people you could be on the end season tournament. I don't know if I ever said it on the pod, but like you ask Casey, he can vouch and you I can were, vouch yeah. for it. Yeah. 
I can vouch for your ability to vouch, right? Like I was very skeptical. I was like, this is stupid. Nobody's going to care about it. As a fan of basketball, I'm all the way in on in-season tournament. Like they yeah. definitely made the players care and making the players care makes NBA basketball so good. Cause what's the thing everybody says about college basketball Oh, they just try so much harder. Yeah. It's hard to try in an 82 game season when you're playing three, four times a week. I get it. When you watch NBA players try, they're just so much better. Like they're so good at basketball that like basketball just gets really, really good when you watch that. And the, the floors are awesome. The jerseys are awesome. I'm all the way in 100% on the in season tournament. And I think the other teams were too. I think the Pacers wanted to win. I think the, the Celtics definitely wanted to win. The Pacers knocked them out. The Pelicans definitely wanted to win and the Lakers knocked them out. Like this wasn't easy. This wasn't an easy road for the Lakers. So as much as I hate the Lakers, I hate LeBron. Usually I got to get my hats off to them. Like this was a tough, I don't think this was like just a soft win, honestly. I, I like your point, and I want to add to it. I think another factor is like not a, not attendance per se, but like quality of attendance. Like the yeah, people like NCAA games too because the fans are a little bit more into it. Maybe you could at least make the argument for sure, right? Like smaller yeah. venues, no doubt, right? First, you're of all. right so, on top of the players. You can talk way, to them. Yeah, yeah, way more likely they're sold out because there's just so fewer seats. So like, of course, you can sell yep. out a game for for on campus, right? Uh, yeah. NBA, I don't know. I don't know the numbers of attendance numbers. I don't know if they're all sold out anyway, or if it's just the big no. teams probably do. But even when the stadium sold out, not everybody's on their feet all game long. Like playoff no. game has a different vibe, right? Oh yeah. I think college maybe does a better job of the average kind of regular season game. Maybe there's a little bit more zhuzh going into it. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is exactly the kind of mechanism that the league needs to bring a little more of that environment to yeah to to the regular season game because it's lopsided from something like football, right? Like yeah. football, there's only so few games anyway that yep. people get up a little bit more for it. I think bring it to the other major sport, baseball. And I think that's where you lose a lot of fans from other sports. It's is too much. Yeah. I mean, if, if I told you there was a fan sitting in the stands with his feet up on the back of the next uh, row, and he was also the only fan for like a radius of like four seats, like what sport do you immediately that's go baseball. to? You're yeah. like, that's, he's got a hot dog on one hand and he's, he's probably taking a nap. He might take like an hour long nap. Not yeah. anything away from baseball fans either. Like that is, that's a vibe. It's I, America's if, if you're into that, you're into that. Yeah. Right. And baseball is doing things to try to change that as well too. Yeah. But um, I think basketball is in that middle ground, right? Where it's not really like football where regular season games, people are mostly standing anyway. Like uh, basketball is trying to move more that way. And I respect that move. So I'm going to always talk good yeah. about it. I'm like you, I kind of went in thinking this could be dumb, but we're, we're similar. I'm in all the way. I'm great. Friend. Hats off. I rarely say hats off to the league. I Should they do more than one? Should they have another, I mean, think five years in the future. Should well, they here's here's kind of what I like about it. It's like, okay, so we got season starts. Everybody's kind of excited. As soon as things die down, we get in season tournament games sprinkled in pool play games sprinkled in. Okay. Fun. Fun. Like we got, got a little mix up now it's mid December in season tournaments over, but now we got Christmas games to look forward to. Right. Mm -hmm. And then after Christmas games, you got basically about a month, month and a half until all-star break. Right. So you got that like middle push. That's probably going to be about the most dull part of the season. Cause then after the all-star break, things start to like matter. Right. So, uh, I, I yeah. like, I like the timing, you know, I, I don't know what they need to do in that January section. That's probably the most dull part of the maybe season. One more. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it's a quick thing or I don't know, but e either way, maybe it's nothing, but, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I like any move that just makes the players play harder. Cause it's just so much more I, fun. I have something. Them. I have an idea. Yeah. Whether they keep it at What's one in season tournament or they go to two, I kind of, I think, we're, I'm so in on this now all the way. And I'm like, break the system. Like, try to 
in the next couple seasons and see if it works. If not, yeah. revert back to one. That's fine. We're in on the one. But if one is good, two might be better. Yeah. How about this on for size? The winner. Let's say they do two. The winner gets an automatic berth into the playoffs. So even early in the season, you they, can earn. That. They've talked about that. Like Paul George well, well, even said on. he didn't like that. But okay, yeah, hold, go on, ahead. hold on, go, go ahead, hold go on. ahead. Yeah. So that way you can do the load manage thing, especially if you want to. Then like. Right. Sit Kawhi, sit Paul George, sit everybody. After, you, like, do it right before the All-Star break. So it's like, look, if you want to rest people bef- you know, after the All-Star break, you can now. I like this idea even more with two, right? Because mm-hmm. I think they should do one per conference, maybe, or something. That way you can even out the... Because we only gave one team the benefit. Yeah, like, yeah that, I, I don't know how you do the seating and stuff. I People have talked about that as an incentive. I see some reasons what, why players think like, mm, I don't love that. Cause, cause then that might Go actually like that might, that might actually their, their point is that might actually like degrade the rest of the regular season even more like where it's like, you know, now, I get you. you know, let's say it's the, let's say it's the nuggets. Now it's like, Oh, okay. Now we're not going to watch Jokic play for like two months, months, basically like, that sucks. You I know? hear you. And that's a good um, argument. Yeah. I yeah, hadn't yeah. thought about that. So, but also, so I don't know. Go win. Go win yeah. and then decide if you want to play. Yeah. How about that? Like, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, hey, look, you know, you and I, we're both marketers. I'm not against testing stuff. You know that, yeah. right? So, Let's I, get it I, out there. I'm not against the test. I'm not against not committing to it. Like, hey, we're going to try this this year, you know? I'll, I'll finish this. I, I got a little, like, kind of a little fun thing to finish this with, with a quick fun thing. Uh, I'll, but I'll finish this court, sort of more serious section by saying, I rarely, rarely, rarely say hats off to the Lakers. I rarely say hats off to the league. I'm very, usually very critical of both. And uh, hats off, honestly, to both of them. Uh, hats off to the Lakers for winning and hats off to the league for making a thing that nobody thought was going to be cool. Pretty cool, in my opinion. I and mean, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but. This is like by and large a lot of the opinion, unless you just want to hate on LeBron. So, um, all right, I got one one more thing here I want to run through. So I asked Grok. Are you familiar with Grok? Do you know what Grok is? Um, no, it's not Gronk. It's Grok. It's Gronk. So, I thought it was a typo. Honestly, I was like Gronk. Rose, Gro- uh, never mind. Grok is Grok is uh, Twitter or X is new uh, version of Chat GPT. So I asked Grok to roast LeBron James for winning the in season tournament. <laughs> See how good Grok is at comedy here. So Grok said, "Oh, look at King James over here trying to so hard to win the in season tournament that nobody else cared about. It's like he's trying to prove something to all the haters out there who said he, who said he couldn't win a trophy that didn't matter. That's pretty good. Honestly, usually Chat GPT is pretty bad at roasting. Usually." Uh, but hey, you know what they say, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again to win a meaningless tournament and act like it's a big deal. And that's exactly what LeBron did. He tried so hard, he could have put his own sweatshop out of business. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's not bars. All right. Uh, but let's not forget the real reason LeBron won the in-season tournament because nobody else cared. It's like being the best player in a pickup game at the local YMCA. Congratulations, LeBron. You're the king of the court. Nobody wanted to play on. Did you wait? Not bad. Know. Not so you, bad. You you requested this from Grok, right? This was the prompt. Yeah, that was it the did prompt. a great job. Yeah. Did it also choose to use the Fox News? No, it's a. Uh, I I also asked it. Oh, I okay. also That's prompted the, it. For, I thought that was doing like a. Yeah, no, it does. It it actually gives you a rundown. So this uh, this yes, it did. So LeBron James <laughs> takes home and so it just gives you more tweets about the in season tournament. I just feel like it lands so perfectly if it's like you could also just make this like a reply to this Fox News yeah. threat, like because that's so perfectly the the tone. Yeah, honestly, Grok. <clears throat> for those of you who are uh, trying to win swag by commenting on our videos, Grok by Twitter 
so far the best chat app at roasting or comedy. Usually, Honestly, probably a hack. We probably start giving out wins to that for sure. Yeah. So usually, like so far, AI writing is not good at comedy. That's what I've found. But that was not bad. Pretty pretty good roast by Grok. And Grok uh, is actually it invites that. So it's like, hey, try saying like roast me based on my tweets or or something like that. So I think I like Twitter that. Twitter's taking that angle where it's like ChatGPT is sort of the clear leader. Uh, but what if we get better at comedy, you know? Uh, so well, it's and good. I mean, chat GPT, I don't good. know. I mean, Bars, it, Grok. Hats it kind of makes sense that like something that kind of, pull. I assume Grok pulls just from Twitter. So like pulling mm, from social media itself. It probably, probably I think it get, pulls from the whole internet maybe, but yeah, oh, maybe. it could be I don't probably know. heavy Twitter, heavy Twitter for I sure. I like the idea that it pulls more from social media, like in its algorithm, because right. you're going to get a better thing at roasting. You know, it might not be as, if you told it to write an article, maybe it writes it with a little bit more of like a human tone, less like sure. article sounding than chat gpt might but to tell it to roast somebody you're like i mean twitter is the perfect twitter is the best place for this yeah 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 Yeah. i mean it probably just sourced all of its lines from from other people's tweets it probably just patchworks a few things together like yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, hey guys use grok for the comment contest because come friday we're gonna pick some more winners though and we're gonna pick some winners from the comments uh if you want to go ahead i landed on last last week i did it solo so yeah. when I pulled winners, I did half our regular vibe of just random winners uh, yeah. and then half the spins because we did four. Liked. I did yeah. two from the comments. So that worked out really well. I think that's a good format going forward, too, because I always yeah. like there to be a random chance for somebody to win, even if they didn't. Because if, if that was your first time hearing about us and you were just tuning into the show for the first time, you didn't even have a chance to leave a comment yet. So get yeah. your comments in while you can. Uh, we'll look at comments from our triple cross podcast youtube channel as well as our triple cross football and triple cross basketball channels as well so yep. three channels um they're all linked up all over the place so just go find them yeah go find it you can search them you comment can do whatever on, but on, and on any video we just look based off yep. the, the last week so you can yep. comment on videos that have been posted for a month doesn't matter yeah for sure some people comment a bunch of comments on everything to just say like you know if i shoot a bunch of shots i'm i'm bound to make them laugh at some point which is not i will say strategy. when push came to shove and i was picking it was a lot of people who had fired a lot of bullets. There was only yeah. one person who made it pretty far and they had only put two comments out there. Most yeah. of them were like, they put like six comments collectively over our videos. Yep. And they were bound to have a few that were good. Other main way to win stuff from us is to join us live. So linked up in the description, if you're on YouTube uh, or if you're on podcast app, wherever you're listening is uh, our, our playback community, playback.tv slash triple cross. Join there, download the app, join our community. Then you'll get notified every time we're live. Uh, like after this show, we're going to close out the show and then we're going to give stuff away to our live viewers. Uh, you get kind of the behind the scenes look. Uh, so we, you know, we chat with the live viewers before and after the show and stuff like that. It's a good time. Uh, Casey, I had a good time. Glad we got to chat some NBA. Glad we both landed on the same place. Like, hey, anything that makes the regular season better is better. Why do we got to hate on it so much? Like, let's be a little bit less bitchy NBA fans. Uh, yeah, I think that's where it is. That's the pod, right? Yeah, I agree. John, this was a fantastic time. We're going to go ahead over to Playback and give away some of that stuff right now. So if you're watching live, go join us on Playback. And if not, go subscribe to us on yeah, playback subscribe, anyway. hit the bell all the things yeah that's uh, stuff too leave us a review pod- if you're listening on audio by the way why not yeah review rate all the things that's the pod we'll see you guys on friday peace